MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy Football. Dominate your draft with a free SGPN draft kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hello, DeGenerinos, and welcome back to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 195. Let's send this out to Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson, the little guy. Um, he, he may have fallen off uh, most MMA, casual MMA fans' radar, but as he showed showed on the weekend, he still has a lot of fight left in him. So I'm sure he's an avid listener of this podcast, as everyone is, as everyone uh, in the world listens to this podcast and and watches um Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson's current employer won won a championship so this goes out to him. Who is this? You may ask dedicating podcast to people. Who do I think I am? I would be Jeff Chalks Fox. One of the one of the that these their hosts of, of this their podcast, the MMA gambling podcast. Um no real events to recap, no UFC on the weekend. Um, and no picks to make on this podcast. So this is going to be a whole bunch of nothing on this show. You're probably thinking, um, I'm thinking the same. Uh, I'll, I'll read some ads um, and that's it. Unless my co-host has has plans. Maybe he has some big plans. We don't do pre-production. So who knows what, what he could have planned. Usually he has nothing up his sleeve, but but we'll see. That's, uh, we'll bring him in now. You may know him as Gumby um, or depending on what part of the world you live in, you may know him as the king of, old man baseball it's daniel vreeland hello so so i'm glad you started with with mighty mouse because here's the yeah. thing about here's mighty mouse like on mul- multiple things to say about him like first of all great performance like classic mighty mouse performance in that like he not only beat his opponent but he beat his opponent with like a move that nobody has any business landing right like a right hand into a jump yeah. knee against the cage that he walked off on like it, it, it felt a lot like the Ray Borg armbar, like a, a takedown from behind turned into an armbar. Like just one of those moves that you're like, okay, well you have to be some sort of superhero to be able to hit that in the first place. So like that, that's the first thing that I thought about Mighty Mouse. But then the second thing, like on Twitter for for hours afterwards, I got found myself sucked into watching people with like bad Mighty Mouse Johnson takes. I, I saw one guy oh, write. What's wrong with you? I, I yeah, I don't know how I got sucked into it, but I was like, do people really not think he's good anymore? Like, is that a th- like? Cause he got caught with a. Well, a he did knee. lose to a guy. Yeah. He he did lose to a guy from a knee to a grounded opponent because it's legal there and like. So like basically, if he was still in the UFC, he'd still be undefeated. Well, not undefeated. He did lose to Henry Cejudo, I guess. <laughs> um, but he'd still be undefeated in his last like twenty fights or something. Um. But like, beat him too. Yeah, but uh, that wasn't his last twenty fights. Mean. He used to beat up. Uh, last night he was. Last night he was taking those knees too. It was almost the uh, almost the flashback. 
Yeah. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, but but so like the takes were like I saw one person chime in with what he thought was a hot take, and he was like, I think Mighty Mouse can still compete with the top three or top five of the UFC's flyweight division. <laughs> it's like, really? You think, you think so. he could do you think he could beat Brandon Moreno? Like, do you think he oh, could beat my God, really? Brandon Roy Vall? Do you think he could beat Askar Askarov? Yeah, he would fucking murder all three of those guys in the same night. Like, he's still the best flyweight in the world. Like, and I'm positive of that. He he would be. You, you skipped the champ though. You named everyone but the champ. Yeah, he he is would he, hurt. He would hurt Davidson. He would hurt Davidson. Yeah, great. probably. And he'd probably sub him too. That's the thing. Like, go back and watch. Brandon Moreno, absolutely tool on Davison Figueredo on the ground. And then ask yourselves, how in the hell Davison would be able to deal with Mighty Mouse? He's quicker. He's faster. In some facets, it looks like he's getting better. Like, he's got, like, more power in his, like, overhands and his hooks. So, like, yeah, like, he's still the best flyweight in the world. And I don't care that he's, you know, lost to, on, like, grounded knees one time and is, like, otherwise fighting, like, rod tang in a weird mixed rules match i have a hot take he may have been a good fighter all along he may be one of the best fighters ever what do you think of that hot take? <laughs> he's, he's he is if we're talking about in terms of pure skill if we're like a, a lot of people do the pound for pound argument different ways and, and largely it's a stupid argument no matter what way you're doing it but like some people say like okay so who's got the best resume which is undoubtedly now alexander volkanovsky and some people say, you know, who's who's if you made everybody the same size, who would win? And it's if that you're playing that secondary argument, it's undoubtedly Mighty Mouse Johnson. He is undoubtedly the most pure skilled. His speed would if, if you put him against any other person in any other weight class would blow them so out of the water. And he's got power. So, like, yeah, of course, Mighty Mouse Johnson is in that conversation. And the fact that he's in one is like. It's upsetting because I'd like to see him fight some of those guys and still two on them or fight, you know, Piotr Jan or Aljamain Sterling up at 35 or stuff like that. But like, hey, he's getting paid. He's getting his. He's having a great time. That that there's there's also been tons of takes on that freaking trade with Ben Askren, too, which is a whole nother thing with Mighty Mouse. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very. Yeah, he, he never got the respect by the the fans or or the brass of the UFC. Um while he was there so but yeah definitely one of the greatest of all time if not the greatest of all time all right who would you who would you rather fight one george st pierre or three george st uh, demetrius johnson size george st pierre's oh definitely just george st pierre <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god i would you didn't even have to make demetrius greatest ever there uh, yeah, that's you, how you figure these things out you don't I have think. to make you don't even have to make mighty mouse the size of gsp uh just I, I don't want three Mighty Mouses ever. <laughs> that's true. Okay, well, yeah, that's right. Um, I probably messed up that, but it wasn't a real thing to begin with, so I guess I couldn't have messed it up. So. But that's I how people you talk watch- about pound-for-pound pound shit anyway. It's true. It, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> so I, I saw that part of one. Um, any Anything else on one that you saw or needs discussing? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I we're going to run down the results of the couple of shows we did on Wednesday and Thursday just in a moment. Um, but like I, I think I mentioned on one of those shows that one actually had like a low key good card in terms of like people I cared about because, you know, Mighty Mouse was on there. And then also I said Amir Al-Akbari, who is, comes from uh, Ryzen. He fought was it Crow Cop. He fought somebody good in a, a Grand Prix over there, and he he was phenomenal, and he won his fight as well. 
And then uh, Buchecha, who is a multi-time grappling yeah. world champion, won by heel hook in like a minute. So like there were actually a couple of good results and, and like maybe some of my best results recently was just throwing all three of those guys in a parlay, hashtag throw them in a parlay. And uh, yeah, so so one actually was pretty entertaining. If, if you could skirt the fact that I don't want to watch pretty, pretty, pretty good. kickboxing all the time. I really don't care. So when they, yeah. they squeeze kickboxing they matches in between, I'm, I'm just over that. <laughs> yeah, so it's isn't it nice that um, Gumby's best results recently are picks that he did not give out on the podcast? I think I picks gave him out, though. Yep. I want to go back and listen, but I think I gave him out. <laughs> I'm not sure. He gave him out in our Discord for sure. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord if you want all if you re- if you want Gumby's real picks. That's kind of like our well, – we don't sell anything here on SGPM, but that's kinda, that's how we sell it. If you want Gumby's real picks, you have to get in our Discord. But uh, if, if he just forgets to, to say it on air or it's last minute, and then the Discord is the place to be. Yeah, the Discord is always the place to be, too, because then you get uh, fellow <laughs> degenerates awesome. talking about seven different cards on a Friday night, which uh, I, yeah. I mean, I'll get into it. Just the the pure amount of cancellations just torched me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So shout, shout out to Gumby, of course, Jong, Ryan H., Bayou Funk. I think that was it. That, I think it was about the four of you, basically, were the ones that were we're uh, talking about all the regional cards and stuff. I think it was mostly the four us on the discord. So anyhow, I might've forgot someone. If, if I did, I apologize. I'm a, I'm a jerk sometimes. So it's just the way it goes. Deal with it. All right. Um, we'll, we'll recap some more of the weekend and who knows what other nonsense we'll get into after I tell you about when think of joining WinBet. Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out. You have, I'm, I'm telling you, you have to. Check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. I almost said 100 bucks. No, they're going to give you up to 1000 bucks. Even better. Plus, Win also just released their first quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets in Gumby. For longtime listeners, they will know Gumby already told you who's going to win that bet. So hopefully you listened and you're going to get to WinBet and and place that bet. So I'm not going to tell you now. Uh, you, you have to be a... a a hardcore listener to, to know the correct answer for that. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, which you're already at, I'm sure, anyway, all the time, but then hit slash winbet. So they know that we sent you that. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 100 and I'm going to tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activities. So here's what you do. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. And then they'll know that we are the gens that sent you over there. Oz Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And it's RYP time. Run your pool in the house. Run your pool is the home of competition, all capitalized, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run your pool, RYP, offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We, as an SGPN, as in your favorite place in the whole wide world, have teamed up with RYP 
to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. I just sent one of our gens a link to that because apparently he doesn't. You've got to write these things down when I tell you on air, so I don't have to send it to you after the fact. Here's what you do. I'll tell you how to, how to enter the contest and what you're going to win if you win it. Hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash out of, I say jokingly out of Gumby's um, pay, but it very well could be. I don't get to see Gumby's pay, so it might be right out of Gumby's pay. So you can, you can hit him for any bad picks he's given you recently. And a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store. That would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. You can get tons of gear. Most importantly, MMA gambling podcast gear. Specific gear. And since I'm just a setup guy, I don't get a shirt, obviously. And then um, normal generic gear for, for our show. Or if you like our other pods on the network, get some stuff there too. So that's what you get. $500 cash, perhaps out of Gumby's money right out of his kids' mouths. If you want to stick it to Dan's kids, win this contest. And $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Here's what you do. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Boom. How do you like that? They're going to take money. They're going to take food out of your children's mouths, Dan. Harsh. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that happens, but but whatever you have to do to get more people there. That's what so, the boss yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they'll do. I want to stick it to Dan. I want to stick to his kids. All right. Um, I guess the slump's over. Dan got a, a couple picks right on the weekend, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I got a couple. I got a couple. Well, I should have more too. We'll talk about that. All right. I'll win. He went two and four. Do you want me to? Lost like three hundred and fifty bucks. Do you want me to give a rundown no, no, real quick? No, we'll, we'll let you get a rundown. But he did really bad again. Okay. How how were the events, Dan? How did you do? So uh, the the LFA event was good. The Titan event fell apart to the point where it was not uh, even an event anymore, really, at a certain point in time. It ceases being an event. Um, and then... Uh, How many CFS, fights do they have? I, I mean, they still had a lot, but like I said, they had three... We, we brought down three fights on the show, and I said that there were... Uh, you know, there were three good fights on the whole card. Everything else was like O and O guys and, and Amy fights and shit like that. Yep. And two of those fell off and the other one ended in a draw. So like, it, <laughs> yep. You got zero results. It wasn't good. Um, and, and then CFFC, I, I would just say wound up being kind of boring. Um, so, uh, I'll run it down for you guys. So LFA also lost a fight. LFA 140 was the one we broke down. Uh, they lost. We lost Joseph versus Santos on there. Uh, I believe Santos, uh, Myron Santos, missed weight pretty badly, and Joseph was not willing to fight him, uh, like plus eight pounds or whatever he was. Uh, so that fight plus got canceled. Eight. And so that we're left with four. Uh, I lost the opening fight, which was the I think it was what did we say plus three hundred when we we recorded for John Nutson. Um, and I was like, this is kind of a fun, fun piece up. Um, I mean, I mean, you don't have to pull this exact yes. number if you ain't got it, but plus 300, he was like plus 650 by fight time. Um, so like if, if you really? just, yeah, if you just waited, uh, it, and like, don't get me wrong. He looked like a guy who's been off for eight years. Um, but I think it was worth, yeah, right, you know, right. a, a, a 650 uh, dabble is not bad. Um, the second fight we took waters, Ray waters, uh, who was negative 500 and that number blew up too. He was not negative 500 come fight time. He was like negative 750. Um, really we had great 25. Oh, we had a 425. even better. Uh, yeah, it was so yeah, it really blew up. It almost it doubled. Yeah. It almost doubled. And he continued to, uh, absolutely demolish, uh, the opposition big slam. If you go to our, uh, Twitter page at SGPN MMA over on Twitter, uh, you can see, 
We got a, a nice clip of him dropping Lewis right on his head. It was quite good. Uh, in the co-main event, or what wound up being the co-main event, uh, Lion King somehow won one of the most bullshit decisions I've ever seen in my whole life. Uh, I, yeah, like, you guys were having a fit over that. Yeah, well, and, and like, dude, it was it was so obvious. And the weird thing was, is it's like not one of those fights where you're like, okay, well, rounds one and two are both close. So like, if this guy won both of them or that guy won both of them, it swings the fight. It was like round one, Lininger, round two, Lion King, round three, Lininger. And it was like, I didn't think there was any debate. And then the first card read it off for the Lion King. And I was like, oh, come on. And, and like, then you knew you're getting screwed, right? But um, yeah, I, I don't know what two rounds anybody gave that guy. Never mind uh, two different judges giving him two rounds. And of course, since it's not the UFC and they don't just what like- What state was it in again? North Dakota. I think it was North Dakota. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. And so that would have been I a don't nice. Know if the judge... No, they're, they're bad. They many big time events. So they may have some really, really crappy judges. Yeah. They had a, they had a Thursday UFC card in North Dakota once, didn't they? Was that, was that speaking uh, of Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse South versus Dakota. Michael McDonald or something like that? Or maybe I think John it was Lineker. South Dakota, wasn't it? John Lineker versus Michael McDonald. For some reason, I'm pretty sure Michael McDonald was in it. <laughs> It, it, it was North. I thought it was South Dakota. It was North Dakota. Uh, you could be right. They're the same thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Ameri- Americans teach me about geography. Okay, good. Good to know. Um, so then, yeah, so that one uh, would have been a nice catch and then wound up not being. I would have been 500 on the night if that went the right way, and it didn't. Uh, and then Moda, uh, Carlos Moda Tizzle, uh, just absolutely torched Abuev in the main event with a brutal hook. Uh, wow. yeah. yeah, that, that dude Ooh. belongs in the UFC, uh, for sure. Like th- yeah. there's no doubt, doubt in my mind. Like he, he'd go beat like Shulgis Shumagulov or Tagiru Lombacov. Like he'd beat one of those guys. Right. So, um, they'll probably yeah, stick him on hits like that. Wow. Yeah. And they'll probably put him on contender series next year. Um, uh, but like they ought to just sign the dude. So yeah, LFA all in all two and two, uh, which is kind of a, Bummer, because it really should have been three and one, which would have been a nice day. Um, as you mentioned, Titan uh, was uh, oh oh and one uh, because Cuse versus Scoggins <laughs> yep. got uh, canned when I believe Cuse got ill uh, was the reason he he like botched his weight cut and felt sick. Uh, I believe um, it's now being called Titan 79 Garcia versus Findlay. That's terrible. Yeah, um, they changed it because it made him fell. Yep. Yeah. So Cuse uh, got sick following a bad weight cut. Uh, and in the main event, which was supposed to be another Bantamweight fight, Ira Lukowski, who we had talked about and were really high on, um, he yep. tested positive for COVID from just before the weigh-ins. So that fight got canceled, leaving us only with Adrian Garcia versus Shamel Findlay. Uh, a fight that wound up being a draw, weirdly, because in the last round, they took a point from Garcia for grabbing the cage. Um, and just like with no warning, just like the very first event of a, a fence grab, they just took the point right away and it wound up a draw as a wow. result, uh, which, you know, pay props to the referee. But in the same token, um, they we wound up with no results. I will also say we had no lines when we did this. I don't think I ever saw any book with lines on Titan FC. Does that feel yeah. weird? No, 
I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see any either. So I don't know what the deal was. It wasn't recorded, was it? <laughs> I don't think so. But it was in Florida, which is where the PFL ones were recorded, right? That's right. So yeah. like, there, there's a possibility of that, or maybe they're just like less trusting of the Florida commissions. But for yeah. Christ's sakes, I saw some places with odds on like really weird Eastern European orgs, right? Like, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild that this one didn't. Um, but yeah, then in CFFC, uh, we missed both picks on that one. Uh, Clark not me, Lef- Dan. Well, oh yeah, I'm not right. involved in this. You, you don't make any picks. <laughs> um, so Clark and Lafarge, uh, battle of wrestlers, super boring. Uh, I liked Lafarge, and uh, Clark was just a slightly better wrestler. And then uh, my guy Wells in the main event just did not have the jujitsu. I thought he did. It wound up being. Uh, his defensive wrestling kind of lacked a little bit, and Perez took over there uh, and won rear naked choke. So uh, all in all, like you said, two, four, and one. Uh, really should have been three, three, and one. Um, but I would say largely better than how I've been doing on Contender Series lately. So uh, yeah, not 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 a terrible night. And when you throw in the one results, it was a great night. Yeah, it it's an improvement for sure. It's baby steps, and you, you got to uh, crawl before you walk and all, all that jazz. So. And I, um, since I don't have as boring a life as Dan, I asked him in a, uh, after the fact, which, <laughs> which events should I watch? And he said, none of them. So there you go. Yeah. I, saved much time. I, I said, go watch, uh, go watch the highlights that we put up on the, uh, SGPN MMA <laughs> yeah. Twitter. Exactly. Cause, cause the, the Moda knockout in the waters, uh, slam was pretty much all you needed to see. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I haven't seen the slam yet, but I did see the knockout. Yes. And I saw oh, some, go. Go watch yeah, the slam watch when when when, yeah. when I'm talking for too long at some point in time and uh, yeah, <laughs> well, and instead of playing that. with playing with my beard, I usually just play with my beard. <laughs> that's a good time. that's a good move. Yeah, that's why I can't shave. So um, yeah, but it basically my now 12 year old had four straight days of birthday parties. So uh, I was partying it up. I wasn't watching regional MMA. I I I may have watched it, but who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it sounds like uh, Gumby. Hear hear that. Fantastic results. He, he's getting ready because um, next podcast in your ear is going to be our contender series one. And I just started editing his contender series story and he does have at least one dog. I haven't finished the article yet, but Gumby has at least one dog coming to you. So we'll see how that goes. But that, that is not this show. This show is our potpourri of nonsense and, and nothingness. But uh, let me tell you about another one of our sponsors. And then uh, you will find out as as soon as I find out what we'll talk about next, because there's no plans here. Uh, Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. We, good people at SGPN, use it for ours. Uh, Sleeper's just passed actually 4 million users, so we're not alone on there by any stretch of the imagination. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Get around the corner. It is. I saw it. I took a peek, and it is hiding around the corner. It's gonna jump out at us any any day now. It's gonna jump out. Sleeper is the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. Main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp. Sleeper automatically match your first deposit up to $800. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And we are brought to you by Trade Coffee. What is Trade Coffee, you ask? It's expert tasted coffee. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to 
keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. So basically, they get you to fill out, uh, just answer a couple of questions on their questionnaire, and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. So they match you with a perfect coffee for you. So if that sounds good, right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. It's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. All right. Did you know the NFL was just hiding around the corner, Dan? I did. Yeah, I had my fantasy draft recently. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure your kids do, too. I'm sure when they were out hunting dinosaurs, they saw NFL hiding around the corner, didn't they? They probably did. Hey, speaking of... With the stegosaurus so, or something. So, so I, I know you don't have anything planned for the last, you know, 10, 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah, I, we have I always have plans, but always but, have plans. But go ahead. But I, I have a, a couple of things that I thought of uh, while you were reading an, an advertisement for Delicious okay. Coffee. Did you nice. happen to see... Uh, did you happen to see John Dodson knock Ryan Benoit silly? in that bare knuckle fight. I heard about it. Was that who he fought? I didn't realize it was Ryan, but wait, Ryan Benoit that, that he fought. Huh? Yeah. And, and it was 40 seconds, uh, in like a devastating knockout in like in, in the way that like he knocked out TJ Dillashaw all those years ago. Uh, like, uh, you know, like good the, times. Yeah. Anytime Dillashaw got KO'd. Um, or when he loses decisions, he thinks he won. Those are also nice. I enjoy that. I was at him, uh, him versus Dominic Cruz and really enjoyed that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't even really love Cruz, but I just love TJ Dillashaw being bummed How out. Could you? Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, but yeah. So like fun to see Jod Dodson find another gear because he, he's always been like a really fun flyweight slash uh, bantamweight prospect to watch. And now that he's a little bit older in age and yep. he's not going to crack through, like, I don't know, like good for him if that's where he finds his next gear. Second best flyweight for probably a few years there, at least. Do you think he was second best or do, would you have put him by, <laughs> behind Benavidez? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Joe was always second best. That's right. Um, he, I, I'm just thinking he he uh, he gave, didn't he give Mighty Mouse a decent run for his money when they fought or the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I thought he did okay, but he's given him the best runs probably. But yeah, uh, yeah, no. So but yeah, you're right. So that that's kind of fun. And then the other thing uh, I thought of too, because you know how much I love a good brutal uh, brutal injury. That's where I was headed. The, the, headed. The, is it the Cage Titans elbow? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you, you heard a gentleman's arm get snapped in uh, a, a – why am I blanking on what the move was? It was a Kimura. Yeah, it's yeah, right, yeah. it just a run-in-the-mill Kimura, but it wasn't run-in-the-mill. Or, or like maybe an Americana well. was the arm up. It might have been an Americana. I'd have to go back and watch it again. The, 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 the arm was snapped in half is what the arm was. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, it was, yeah. And it was, it's funny too, because usually if we're pressed for something to talk about here, I usually am all over cage Titans, but that event in general was, was not one of their like best put together shows in terms of like talent, like Joe Gianetti was main eventing against like a, a two and four Bellator cast off, um, who, who is not, you know, he's like, I think he's like six foot seven and he fights at welterweight. He's like a really weird shaped guy. Um, they call him the scarecrow. So like it, it was not a well put together card, but I did see that 
phenomenal submission. And also I was informed by people who were at that event. There were two different people in the stands who fainted after seeing that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can imagine. Have you ever snapped a, gen- uh, a person's arm, Dan? Uh, not arms. I tore a couple of ACLs, but because Good you know, job, like, like any any jujitsu guy who uh, who gets past blue belt, at some point in time, you fall in love with leg locks for at least a little bit. So yep. I yeah, I did that. And, pe- and people don't tap in time. No, they they don't, especially in competitions, which is a weird one because it's yeah. like, well, I'm we're not winning huge sums of money here, pal. Um, so yeah, I don't know why you want to limp out of here. <laughs> Yeah, even even in the UFC, you're you're not winning a bunch of money if uh, uh, not enough to get your your arm snapped in half or knee torn apart. All right, Dan, pick a number from one to twenty-eight. That's one what to, I need you to do next. Oh, okay. One you, to twenty-eight. So you you said you did no pre-production, and look at this. Now now we got. Yeah, no, I, told, I always have plans. Uh, so I will say, well, one to twenty-eight. I will use my my college baseball number, which was twenty-six. Okay. <laughs> one. Okay, so I'll go second from. Oh, actually, twenty-eight. 27 26 um nope he works for us he doesn't win pick another number <laughs> oh oh you got you got the the re- review list up there yes ah um so you can't give it to somebody you didn't take those pre-take those people out of the list <laughs> no but um, I, I'm just going on, online where our list is and ah. if you actually use your name you use on uh <laughs> on a bunch of other podcasts you host and i probably can't give the give the prize to you sorry okay um, name, <laughs> so so let's say uh let's let's say my high school baseball number which was 10 okay 10 all right let's go 10 down one two three four five six seven eight nine ten we went past the one that calls us clowns all right irish day five you won 50 gift card to the sgpn store for giving us a review. Oh, it's a good review too. If you like winning money, five-star review. If you like winning money and the easy listen, this is the podcast for you. Very knowledgeable and on all fighters, some confident long shots and consistently good content. All right, Irish Day 5. You won $50 gift card to the store. All you have to do is contact us and prove that you are Irish Dave and we'll we'll get you we'll get <laughs> you sorted. I, I think I know free. Irish Dave via via oh, Twitter. Yeah? I could I could be wrong, but I think I know which one's okay. Irish Dave. So uh, okay. we'll if, make, uh, yeah, if you, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. And if it's not you, then we'll, we'll have you get in touch with us. Anyhow, uh, I'm, I'm putting Gabby on it. So there you go. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Do you want to look at, uh, like take a quick look at some up the upcoming UFC events? Or do you want to look at like the state of some of the weight divisions or, uh, or title shots who should be getting title shots in divisions? What do you want to do next? Well, so I, I think that the title shots thing uh, in the, the state of the divisions that we usually do, which sometimes we dedicate whole episodes to, usually takes too long. So why don't we why don't you pull like two or three fights that you are most excited about coming up and uh, maybe we'll play we'll play a little guess the odds or something like that. All right. Let's see. Yeah, let's just go off some. Um, all right. Next week, we got gain or gone or gone. We I don't think we figured it out yet. I think we're just, I think it's gain, isn't it? It shouldn't be, but it is. I believe zero, it's a game. Zero again. It, uh, it probably isn't. He's probably going to come out and tell us eventually. Well, actually, how you really say my name is this. But anyhow, he's fighting Tai Tuivasa. And then we got Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. Um, so main event, obviously, uh, I want to say there's title implications, but it's hard to say because the guy with the title doesn't technically work for the UFC anymore. So um, who knows? But it should have... 
um, title implications, especially if uh, Tuivasa uh, wins the fight because he's not had a title shot yet. Um, co-main event, does it mean anything? Because uh, just regardless of who wins, uh, Vittori or Whitaker, neither of them are going to get another shot at uh, assuming um, Izzy wins his next fight. And if he doesn't win his next fight, he'll get an automatic re- uh, rematch anyhow. Um, so what's the point of this fight other than to keep these guys busy? I mean, I think it's uh, it it sets up a good challenger for if like Izzy were to lose to Pereira and like also get like badly injured or something like that. Like there's there's not another good challenger waiting in the wings, is there? Like like Robert Whitaker off Mm -hmm. of a Marvin Vittori win would be about as good as it gets, right? You're not going to Paul Costa or you know like I I can't think of who else would be. You know, e- e- even in consideration, right? Whitaker's already fought Izzy twice, though, correct? Yeah. So, so I'm saying if it not not necessarily if Izzy wins. Like if Izzy wins, uh, yeah, I mean, like I, yeah. I think we're in a spot here at middleweight where we've got to ask a question like, what is even left, right? Because like, yeah, there 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 ain't much. Uh, and I just did I just see Jared Cannonier was booked too. Is he fighting? Yeah, he's fighting uh, Strickland. Oh, Strickland. Yeah. So like. Yeah. Um, you know, and like the 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 winner of that isn't crazy intriguing unless Strickland comes out and looks no. amazing. You know, like he, he yeah. comes out and doesn't do what he did against uh, Alex Pajeda <laughs> and then Izzy wins. Yeah. So like maybe that brings a challenger. Vittori's fought him twice. Uh, yeah, and in. Whitaker's fought him twice. Yeah, that they're they're running out of time. But like they they are good options if Paeta were to win and Izzy were to not get yeah. a match. So also I I don't but know if you saw that. I don't know if you saw the Media Week interview or maybe it wasn't a Media Week interview. I just saw the headline that uh, Robert Whitaker strongly considering a move up to 205. Oh uh, really? Like he used to be a wall trade. He, he would be well 205 is not that good though. So maybe it wouldn't matter that he would be undersized yeah i mean like i think there are people up there that it does matter against you know what i mean like and i think he would beat guys like you know i could see him beat dominic reyes i'd probably comfortably pick him against paul craig uh you know again he could beat anthony smith probably who also was a middleweight once upon a time um but like i i don't like his chances against guys like Jamal Hill, who are like particularly long and big, you know, guys who hit hard and are long like that, yep. that worries me a little bit, you know? So, I, but I don't know, you know, like maybe his speed just plays up in, in a weight class. Cause it's always been pretty good. Yeah. Cause he is kind of, he's kind of like Max Holloway. Like he's stuck. Uh, yeah. he, he hasn't really shown a ton of, ton of decline. Like you, you can't really say, well, he's, he's done for, but he also hasn't shown an ability to, to beat the guy that's at top. So at the top, so he is kind of, kind of in limbo here. He, he's, he's in the same position Colby Covington was where he was just praying for yeah, Kamaru Usman yeah. to, to fall out of the top spot. You know, like for, for Colby yeah. Covington, the rematch of, uh, Usman versus Leon Edwards has got a lot at stake for him. Like he needs Leon to win that fight. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, all right. I'm going to tell you about the last two sponsors and we'll, we'll talk some more nonsense and we'll get you out of here. Cause we got to give you winning picks for contender series in a couple of minutes. 
Babel, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic career. So it definitely wasn't a high point in my university career. Now, thanks to Babel, the language learning app is sold to more than 10 million subscribers. There's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lessons plans, but Babel lessons were created by over a thousand, hundred, excuse me, a hundred language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn. With Babel, in addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babel. Call to action right now. Save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And finally, we are brought to you by Elias. It's almost the start of the NFL season. Like I told you, it's hiding around the corner. I love this time of year as does the whole crew, as do the whole crew here at SGPN. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win as I just got rid of my ad copy. Um, I mean, uh, this is all coming from the heart, of course, but, uh, and if you're in sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. Did I say that? Well, I said it again. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate for sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app for the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is a one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing your friends. Perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Here's what I love about the app. Here's a couple of things. They have key injuries that you can see um, that have the biggest outcome on the uh, on the uh, possible outcome on the game coming up. You can follow your favorite teams, favorite players. You can quickly access all the news and updates for all those players. So it really helps with, with fantasy and, and with uh, anything else you um you may like to do um, not saying gamble, but you know anything else that you may like to do with uh, with sports. I wouldn't I wouldn't say gamble. This is this is not a gambling podcast we're on to here. So anyhow, here's what you do: download the Elias Game Plan app today with the new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. What an amazing set of ad reads that was, Dan. I didn't stumble <laughs> through any of those. It was perfect. You did great. I did great. All right, so we got um, France. The, the UFC is going to be in France coming up this week. Week after, we got a packed. This is a stacked pay-per-view, Dan. UFC 279. Have you heard about it? You know, I you're I, you're shitting on it, and it's here we go. It, it's right to be shit Contrary, on. Contrary, Dan. No, no, no. It's it, <laughs> it, it's right to be shit on. It, it was a bad card, but I do appreciate that the because a lot of times the UFC is like we've got a couple of really great pay-per-views coming up, and this one's got a headliner, so we're just gonna pretend the rest of the card doesn't exist and throw like <laughs> Jamie Pickett versus Dennis Tuivleland in there, um, or. Danielle Wolf versus Norma Dumont. Uh, we're just going to fill the whole card out with fights like that. But I think they heard the complaints of the fans who were who saying this is a shitty pay-per-view or maybe it was trending low. I don't know. But they, they, they put together two kind of last second fights that I kind of appreciate 
getting thrown on here. Both the, I, I think it's totally unnecessary, but Tony Ferguson going up to welterweight to fight Lee Jingliang got added. <laughs> and then another. You like that fight? I, I don't like that fight, but I, but it gets, <laughs> it gets fans excited. Right. And, and look, if you're, yeah. a, if you're a Tony Ferguson guy, like, Maybe him moving up to 170 is like one more hope because it wasn't going well at 55, right? Um, and, and I largely don't think it will go well up at 70 because he's a guy who is getting out wrestled and getting uh, knocked out. And it turns out when you go up a division against heavier guys, they both hit harder and are uh, tougher to stop from wrestling. Uh, so like this seems like a weird move for him. He's also reunited with Eddie Bravo in his move to Jackson Winkledron. Um, but like whatever, get your hopes up if you're a Tony Ferguson guy, let it happen. Um, so I, I don't particularly love that fight, but I get what they're doing. They heard the fans complain. They added a fight. Um, and then the same thing with D-Rod versus uh, Kevin Holland. That's kind of like a fun one to add at the last second yep. that, that no matter yep. what will be fun to watch. Neither of those guys are in boring fights. And it's a catch weight at 180. Does that really make a difference, though? For um, well, we're not gonna make our picks, obviously, yet, but it doesn't really affect either guy, right? Uh, much, right? I don't think so. I I think it probably affects Kevin Holland uh, more than D Rod, because remember Kevin Holland fought up at middleweight a couple of times, so I have yep. to imagine the 170 cut was bugging him a couple of times, and he definitely couldn't do it on short notice. So like. It might yep. tilt things slightly in his favor, but D-Rod's a big dude, too. Yep. Actually, and then we have um, Irene Irene Aldana versus Macy Shishan, which actually is is a decent fight. Yeah. And, and Hakeem Dawudo versus Julian Arosa is is going to be fun to watch, if nothing else. Is on the card versus uh, the Incredible Hulk, Jan Kudalaba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and our boy, Jelton's on it. Jailton's fighting Shamil Abdurakovic. Jailton's fighting uh, a chunky guy. So this card is getting better and better as the more I look at it. And have you seen what the odds are on Jailton in that fight? No, tell. Do tell. Wanna... Uh, I'm going to guess minus 600. Minus 800. <laughs> oh, wow. And then no, more chunky guys. Jake Collier, Chris Barnett. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love Huggy. I love Huggy Bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just not. It, it's, it's a good fight night card. It's, it's not a pay-per-view, but anyhow. That's what we're getting in on the 10th. Then we got Sanhagen versus like some of these cards. I didn't, don't even remember them announcing Sanhagen versus Song. Song Yudong, Corey Sanhagen. That's that's a decent fight. That is on the 17th. We're back to every week UFC. So we got that. Then we got uh, Giga is coming back after his loss. Jacasey, his title loss versus Sodik Yusuf. What do you think of that one? That's a pretty decent matchup. That's fun too. But the one I'm really excited on that one is two of our favorite contender series guys. Hobocop. Uh, Hobocop versus Chidi and Jikawani, uh, which is by yep. the way, right now a pick em, uh, which I kind of agree with. Like, I think mm. that that's right around where I would have it lined. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer's on that card too, is a massive favorite in his debut. Be like Joe, right? Be like Joe. Isn't that what? <laughs> yeah. Be like Joe. Yes. Um, it can be like that Brandon meme. It can be, uh, be like Joe. Um, uh, so yeah, that that's a uh, decent, ask some lad. Yeah. She's not going to show up. So that, that fight won't happen. Lad versus, <laughs> lad versus McMahon. Some, some horrible thing will happen. Ask some lad, of course, which is uh, what happens. So, all right. That's the 17th. That is from the UFC Apex. And then, uh, may as well finish off September for you. Um, actually we'll go October 1st for the very last one. Dern versus who, Dan? He loves saying this name. Who's she fighting? Mackenzie Dern versus. Oh, is, is she fighting Yao Shaman? Yes! Did yeah. I miss that? Versus Shannon. Yeah, you must have. It's the main event 
five oh. round women's straw weight Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Shannon. Who do you think that favors think being? That? Five, who do you think that favors being five rounds? Yeah, I don't know. Like Dern's actually in like peak condition now it seems. So like in the past, yeah, I might have worried about that, but probably not now. So it's interesting. But, but also, she still feels like somebody who's going to either submit you or lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting fight though. Yeah. Yeah, should be good. It sounds like we've got a good September ahead of us, and uh, it's it's about to kick off. Well, we're about to end August the right way with some good uh, contender series picks. Yeah. Oh, and Cody Garbrandt's coming back, too. Garbrandt versus Hani Yaya. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, as Dan said, um, we're going we're gonna to get right back in your ears in a, in a moment with uh, our or his picks actually i, I don't want to take credit for these picks until he gets back on track once he starts hitting 80 percent again then then i'll say we're um so that will be the next episode thank you for listening to the nonsense in this one and uh we, we gave away we gave away a prize though so it, it, it was not for not um so make sure you follow us on twitter sgpn mma is the main account i'm jeff fox writer he's gumby vreeland and then obviously reader stuff sports podcast.com Get in the Discord if you want to read my MMA stuff and enter the Pick'em Contest. I'll be posting very shortly for UFC Paris. I'll be posting on Monday. It's moneymma.substack.com. Um, I don't think there's anything else I need to tell people. Anything you need to tell people, Dan? No, I think you got it all. All right. Until next time, I will remain Jeff Chownon. He will remain Gumby Vreeland, and we'll talk to you in a couple minutes.